This episode is brought to you in part by Richmond Graduate University. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly. Richmond Graduate University can equip you to become a licensed professional counselor, integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. This is Chris with Device and Virtue, and this is my short circuit to Christmas lights. Can we talk about Christmas tech? I really love the new LED lights, the string lights. Uh, A few weeks ago, I helped my friend Thomas decorate in classic Griswold family tradition, lining the roof and sidewalk with red, green, and white lights. Of course, when we pulled the old ones out of the box in the garage, we got multiple light bulb fails. And as charming as it is to jiggle and fight with those little incandescent bulbs while praying that God knows something about electricity, because you sure as heck don't, it's usually a failing proposition, which is how we wound up in the Target Christmas section buying new boxes of lights on sale and marveling that these days practically every set on the shelf are LED. Light-emitting diodes. Turns out... They were sort of invented uh, 1968-ish. When I was a kid, I remember the brilliant little red dot on the front of my PC. But LEDs really haven't hit the big time until the last five years, where new high-output LEDs are now replacing everything from Christmas lights to flashlights to the street lights on the Chicago avenues. A four-year project that will save my city a whopping $10 million a year. That's 75% less power consumption, which is a dramatic energy savings, especially if you're trying to go super roof, complete with 15 extension cords and inflatable reindeer. So LED technology, I think, is a virtue in terms of us reducing our energy consumption and maybe being better stewards of God's creation as we get creative. But here's another thought. Christmas lights are special in the sense that they're one of the few lights we use not to look with, but to look at. This isn't a floodlight we hang over the garage. Instead, we stretch them point by point to float along roof lines and hover in trees. We gaze out the passenger side window and catch glimpses of reds and whites and sigh with involuntary O's. A Christmas errand after dark is a brief voyage through gentle fireworks. Maybe this is one of the few gifts of that early sunset. The irony of Christmas lights is that you don't want them too bright. The old incandescent strings could easily add up to hundreds of watts, These new ones use only 10% of the power for the same amount of brightness. I suppose we could take advantage and try to crank the lumens higher, but we don't really want to. The design for lights you look at is that they capture your eyes, not turn them away. Sometimes the scriptures talk of the glory of God as a brilliant light, Moses' visage. We picture God as an arc light, a police cannon of white-hot interrogation. But what if the glory is less about blinding and more about seeing?
What if the glory is not look with, but look at, like LED Christmas lights strung in soft array so that it captures our eye and our breath? The beauty of the God who made us is a beauty distributed in points of light. Even in the darkness of 2020, I look back to see small illuminations in outdoor walks or pecan pie or my nephew's seven-year-old grin. Even the future hope that defines being a Christian, that one day God will make all the wrong things right, even that great hope is divided into small points of breath after lunch and in the evening when we set aside our phone on the bedside table and pray for a moment, remembering our frailty and simplicity. Little string lights of hopeful moments, moments meant for looking at. I'm the kind of Christian who tries to hold out for the full 12 days of Christmas celebration And there are usually enough of us long haulers in the neighborhood to promise that there will still be LED lights to admire well into January or whenever we get to packing in the tree. So for now, enjoy the tech and energy savings and the beauty and the glory of every point of hope that's coming. I'm Chris Ridgway. Device and Virtue is a podcast for thoughtful Christians about the wrongs and rights of technology and faith in everyday life. Also check out our full-length episodes where Adam and Chris, that's me, argue through the vices and virtues of the techified world we live in. More at deviceandvirtue.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was brought to you in part by the audio adventure series, Discovery Mountain. Help your kids fall in love with the Bible. Each true-to-life adventure story will draw them closer to Jesus. Visit discoverymountain.com CT.